You're listening to The Conservative Conscience. In Washington, politicians are full of half-truths and hot air. The Conservative Conscience is here to help you cut through the rhetoric and noise and explore the politically right way to think about the issues. You'll dive into one of the most insightful conservative minds in America. Conservative Review's senior editor, Daniel Horowitz, and along with co-host Joe Koss, they break down the major issues in Washington. You are now entering The Conservative Conscience. And welcome back to The Conservative Conscience. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz. And yes, I do sound like a frog today, so I'm going to be in a worse mood than usual, if you could imagine that. Um, Got another plague from my youngest son and uh, been out for a couple days in case some of you are trying to get a hold of me. I I have gotten your messages. Um, Boy, before we get to our guest today, a special guest you won't want to miss... Just one housekeeping item here. I will address later on this week Ted Cruz retweeting my article about the imperative and opportunity to start a new party if Hillary wins. Um, look, you know, I'm just – I don't know more than you do. I read the media accounts, and evidently Ted did not tweet that out, nor did his staff do it. So, heck, it's an act of God. <laughs> That's all I could say. God is sending him a message, sending us all a message that this is the right thing to do, and we're going to – we're going to address that in, in greater detail, hopefully later this week, next week. Uh, keep building the case as you know the clock ticks down and the inevitability of what happens on November 8th becomes more apparent. We're going to have to take our own destiny into our own hands. But you know, this discussion over the presidential election inevitably turns to, well, okay, so if Hillary wins, um, that's bad, but that's one branch of government. What happens to Congress? And don't we have a Republican House that's likely to persist no matter what happens at the top of the ticket? But yet, as you know, we do not have a Republican Party. We have a Democrat oligarchy. So in one of the biggest ironies of all ironies that I've probably ever seen, we have the prospect of electing a conservative on a different party ballot. We did this before a couple of weeks ago with Joe Miller in Alaska getting on the libertarian ballot, but running as a constitutional conservative. So this is a very good test case for what we can do in the next couple of weeks. A lot of us feel flummoxed. We just feel, what are we supposed to do with this dumpster fire? So A, we could prepare for after November. But for now, let's look down ballot. Who needs our help? And the biggest irony is one of the patriots of this cycle, Art Halverson, is actually running as a Democrat. <laughs> now, uh, you know, before you you jump up and down and think I went crazy on you supporting Democrats here, Bill Schuster is the chairman of the House TNI Committee, Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. He represents the ninth district in Southwest South Central Pennsylvania, very Republican district, and he is your quintessential John Boehner, Paul Ryan, rubber stamp Democrat policies Republican. He was challenged by Art Halverson, the Republican primary two years ago. Art, you know, was pretty respectable showing. Came back this cycle and came within a thousand votes of winning. We spoke about this many times before. How we've really failed to elect a single conservative in a primary this year. It's, it's been an utter disaster. So Art came the closest, and ironically, I would probably tell you he would have won if not for the extra Trump turnout. <laughs> How about that for? One of the many ironies in this situation, the entire election, but he came so close. But then something interesting happened. He was nominated as the Democrat. There was no Democrat on the ballot. 
he got um, a number of signatures, not at his request, but a bunch of Democrats just wrote in Art Halverson on the Democrat ballot and the Democrat primary. And by acclamation, by default, out of a quirk in born out of a quirk in the Pennsylvania election law, he got the Democrat Party nomination. It's just like, heck, you know, if Bill Schuster is going to agree with the Democrats, you live by the Democrats, you die by the Democrats. I'm going to go and accept that nomination. And he accepted that nomination. And now he is the Democrat candidate running in a general election against Bill Schuster with three weeks left to go. This is something that I'd love to explore with you guys and see how this is shaken up. I think we got Art on the line. Hey, Art, how you doing? Yes, sir. I'm here, and I just enjoy everything you say and write and do, uh, Dan. So thank you for that uh, synopsis. You're 100% on everything you said there. Uh, one of the interesting add-ons I could make is that I had to actually go to court six times in six different counties because the counties wouldn't honor the policy of voter intent because, in fact, the Democrats knew who I was and wanted me, but they didn't necessarily know how to spell my name. <laughs> and so they distorted it a little bit, but I had to go to court to get the, the judge to agree with me, and they did unanimously in six different courts to uh, honor voter intention and uh, give me all those ballots. And so I ended up winning and uh, in a strange twist. So I As want you to pointed speak- out, it, it's full of irony. Sure. No, it's it's this is wild. And that's that's the thing. You know, we need to think out of the box. And and, you know, we're always complaining. Why don't conservatives, you know, run? Why? Why not? Why not? Well, you know, there are very few who have the wherewithal or willing to do it. You know, Art put uh, 200,000 of his own money, I believe, into this race, uh, did not get any help. Right. You did not get any help nationally from any recognition from from major PACs or anything. And yet you came the closest, very, very close to doing this. Um, yeah. You are a businessman, a Coast Guard veteran. Um, yeah. If we can just yeah, work a, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, search and rescue helicopter pilot. I was used to flying into storms, into hurricanes, and uh, saving people. And so I see this as just my next mission to uh, rescue America. That's what we use as our motto. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the key to me is perseverance. I'm a Christian. I'm a conservative, a constitutionalist. Yes, I'm a Republican. I will caucus with Republicans, but really this is not about the party. What this race actually highlights and represents is the fact that the the parties have lost their way. Washington knew the parties would be trouble, and they are. They've divided America right down the middle. I mean, think of the, the Bush and, uh, you know, what's his name, uh, in 2000, <laughs> that, cool, how yeah. close that was. And so – uh, the parties are all about reelecting the incumbents, and uh, that's so they can go up and pretend to be fighting with each other in Washington. But they're all about being incumbents and keeping them. You know, Schuster's people, Ryan and their PAC, dropped $200,000 in the last week because they, I guess they saw that I was going to defeat Schuster. And then, of course, we had twice the turnout for, in support of Trump. And a lot of those, of course, didn't know my name. We targeted about 60,000 and 100,000 turned out. And so... Well, wait, wait, uh, Art, l- let me stop you here. I, I want you to repeat yeah. this for our-, our listeners. So you're telling me people went out there and said, you know what? I'm sick of these career politicians. I'm voting for Donald Trump. Then right. a minute later or 10 seconds later, they go down ballot and say and, and they fill out, hey, Bill Schuster, I've heard of him. And if you had to draw up a caricature <laughs> of someone <laughs> who embodies why anyone would be upset enough to say, hey, I want something different. Isn't Bill Schuster the well movie yeah, equivalent he's a quintessential i think you yeah. use that term the quintessential crony um 
corporate welfare career politician. They've held this seat for 44 years. He and his dad. His dad had the same uh, misconduct issues that that Bill has with respect to running around with lobbyists. We can get into that if you'd like. There's so much corruption. The latest the latest issue here in the district is he has uh, taken one of his staffers who has filed a false police report to accuse me of harassment and wringing her wrist. Believe it or not, they, they made this up. And uh, I had to go plead not guilty at the magistrate yesterday over in Fayette County because they were pressing charges against me. That's how bad this thing is. It's Hillary Clinton-type uh, character assassination 101, and uh, that's who Bill Schuster is. He's got to go, and I, I am committed my life to defeating him, whether it's me or somebody else. we got to defeat this guy, and perseverance is the key. We keep going at him till we defeat him. No, and that's the thing. You talk about perse- perseverance. I mean, to put in your own money, come so close last time, come back again, yeah. come amazingly close. And again, if not for the low info extra turnout from from Trump supporters, and ironically, um, you would have had this. But now to to get on the Democrat ballot challenge again, what I want to the question I get asked from a lot of people is obviously, you know, the the math isn't clear and the ballots aren't counted till election day. But what are you right. seeing if you break this um, electorate up? It's a majority Republican district. Um, yeah, you know, it's about 47 to 48 percent. It's changing a little bit because even Democrats are becoming Republicans, as evidenced by the conservative Reagan Democrats. This yeah. is the, the, the part of the country Obama was talking about, the cling to their guns and their religions, both Republicans and Democrats. The Democrats here are pro-life, they're pro coal, of course. They're pro-family, pro-business, but uh, they've been decimated by the war on coal, which Bill Schuster has uh, funded with an additional $250 million to the EPA, above what Obama even asked for. The guy's a dumpster fire himself, and yet the people don't realize it, and I haven't had the money to reach. It's 12 counties. I've done mostly door-to-door to reach out to folks, but it's a massive rural area in the country. And uh, anyway, we're obviously making progress. The Democrats already know um, who I am and are supporting me because I I represent their values as well as the Republicans. This is the Bible Belt, it's the Gun Belt, and it's the Rust Belt. And all three in one here, that's how the demographic uh, lays out. Sure. I mean, you go from Chambersburg, kind of that area, Franklin County in the the southeastern part of the district. You go all the way up to Indiana, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, yep. is I don't even know they kept moving the district around, but it's a it's yeah, it's a about lot. 180 miles across the Mason Dixon line, about the center line of uh, north south center line of Pennsylvania, all the way almost to Ohio and West Virginia, and then north up north of Pittsburgh. And so it's a massive area. We've won 80 percent of the uh, voting area, the, the five biggest counties we've won including Franklin, which is uh, the fourth largest in the state. We beat him there. And, uh, of course, I've beaten him both times I've run here in Bedford County, which is where his dad lives, uh, a disgraced congressman who is, who is uh, reprimanded for his ethical misconduct with lobbyists. And his son is doing the same thing. But they know him and they know me, and they, so they be- I've beaten him here twice. You know, so if, if you look at the landscape of what you're facing the next couple of weeks, I get a lot of people that are interested in this because of what it might portend for what I think we all agree we need to be doing in the future with the comatose Republican Party um, and, and there's really no vehicle that represents the people. Are you seeing an opportunity to break free now that you don't have that R party huh. label, albeit you, you stand for the same principles you always have, 
just because of the yes. perks of this election. Do you feel that you're now freer to appeal to people? Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. It's it's a wonderful feeling because I'm a, I can be an American. I don't have to be a Republican or a Democrat. And that's what George Washington wanted us to be as Americans. Instead, the parties have taken over and, and forced ourselves to define ourselves that way or they define us. And you're supposed to hate the other guys. And frankly, it's not about hating the other party. It's about what's best for America. And um, unfortunately, the, the little cartel up there in Washington, it's what's best for us, the incumbents. And uh, they, they don't care about parties. They just care about whether you're an incumbent or not. And then they want to help you stay in power. And we need to break that up. We need to send people in. I'm a self-proclaimed uh, three-term term-limited candidate. I understand Trump now has uh, come out in favor of term limits. Uh, so we're looking forward to seeing what Bill Schuster has to say about that because uh, he's not in favor of term limits, obviously. His dad was there for 27 or 28 years, and Schuster's been there for 16 years. And their grip on power is, uh, of course, it's slipping, but it has been uh, it's been a stronghold here for them. No, nobody for sure. Would, nobody would even challenge them. They're afraid of them. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the problem. This is the big thing that I think a lot of us are up against, that we are living in the most frustrating time because most of the voters agree with us. They don't want transgenderism. They don't want Obamacare. They don't right. want you know to turn America into Europe in terms of the, the refugees and, and the, the criminal alien problem. All this stuff, we're winning on the issues, but the problem is, like you said, there's two parties. We always call it WWE, just a fake fight. They fight yeah. just to fight because they have to fight. But ironically, right. they agree on the issues and they fight over nonsense. Why don't we, you know, fight on the issues and not fight over nonsense? And I think yeah. this lack of party label, you know, is a real opportunity. What about on the Republican side? Do you are, are you seeing your primary voters in the, on the Republican side side sticking with you? Oh, yeah, I do. And and we're just building momentum like crazy. I just, you know, when they mow the grass here, the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, they bring in the signs, you know, and they bring them back to the lot. So I went and picked them up today and was chatting with some of the guys, telling them who I was, and I was picking up the signs, and they say, God bless you. You're a Christian. You're fighting for us. We want you. This other guy, I won't use the terms that they use for Schuster, and he's the chairman of transportation and the very guys that, um, that are being, this is dot now, of course, but still they're transportation workers and they can't stand this guy. So we have a opportunity maybe in a landslide to defeat him. And of course we're, we're basically out of money. So we're not going to be able to buy that landslide, but I think the tide is turning in this part. Every other house has a Trump sign. People are fed up. They want change. They want somebody who will speak for them and Trump is doing that, whether you agree with his, um, nobody agrees with his conduct, but I mean, with some <laughs> of his positions and other things, uh, they're going for Trump. There's nothing Hillary can do to change their mind. So uh, I, I re I'm sort of the Trump down ballot. I'm a, uh, of course, I'm a veteran, 29 years, but I also am a uh, businessman, self-made, and uh, I'm in the commercial development business, just like Trump. Uh, I have a, a great family of uh, my wife and I have been married 38 years. We're strong Christians. I've, I've led national Christian organizations as president. We have nine grandkids and I'm fighting for my grandkids. That's why I get up every day with such a burning belly. And this is this is the point I, I make to everyone. Unfortunately, we're, we're serving the golden calf of binaryism. So and, and right. this this is the destructive nature of, of these two parties. And I think this election really bears it out. 
<laughs> in front yeah. of everyone that we you know when it's all about Republicans and Democrats, you get the lowest common denominator of America instead of speaking to the higher aspirations of Americans. And right. I would argue that Art Halverson is what everyone is perceiving and wants in a Trump vote. I'm not saying the Trump person in the Trump right. vote in the in the expression right. of frustration. You are actually that guy, actually the guy who is diametrically opposed to every one of the positions that they're upset about. You know, because obviously in the case of the presidential candidate, it gets kind of funny. Sure. Like I hate Obamacare, but I love Medicaid expansion and and so on yeah. and so forth. Yeah, but you know, know. in this case. <laughs> In this case, you are that guy. You are the com actually commercial real estate. <laughs> you know, speaking yeah, of, yeah. Um, well, we we think we are. I don't know. You know, it's. Uh, I hope we are. We're we're trying to be truthful and honest to our convictions and our principles. But ultimately, I think it comes down to leadership. I've got a uh, you know <laughs> career of military leadership, and. Uh, in business leadership and religious organizations leadership. I want to do it now in politics. I want to go to Washington. I have uh, strategy training. I have, I was put in charge of reorganizing the entire Coast Guard right after 9-11. I helped stand up Department of Homeland Security. No, I'm not taking any credit for who they are. And that was Congress's idea. I was just put in charge of helping stand that up, move the Coast Guard into it write the strategic plan for that. So I've got five and a half years in Washington, not as an inside politician, but as a senior military officer. And I want to go down there and apply some of those leadership experiences and, and, uh, and education and uh, convictions to the House of Representatives and give some other guys who are there who represent my same views, maybe with the same conviction, but for whatever reason, they don't stand up and they're not willing to just uh, develop a strategy and follow that strategy and, and notch some wins. We can do that and we don't need everybody to do it. We need a, but we do need a, con a group that's convicted and is willing to, uh, to lose. And, but they will, they'll fight as hard as necessary to, uh, to turn things around. And I want to be part of that. I'll lead it if I have to. And, and and that's what I'm getting to, because ultimately it gets back to what Archimedes said that, you know, if you, you show me a lever and get me a lever and I could push the world, but I got to be standing right. outside of it. And that's the right. problem when you're inside of it. I, I see it. There are a lot of good members of Congress that their hearts in the right place. They're religious family people like you. Um, I, I speak to them privately, but you can't break out of it. It, it, it. The system, and you're seeing it at the presidential level. You're seeing what happened to Ted Cruz. I know many, many people in my audience are very disappointed. But what I try to explain yeah. to people is, it, don't, don't look at him. Look at the system. This is it's. Are you on the red team or the blue team? And it, and ironically, yeah. being on the red team usually means pushing the policies of the blue team. But that's what yeah. it is. There's a limit to what you could do if you are able to get elected by standing on the outside of it. And yeah. you know, you, you said you'll caucus with Republicans, but again, that's coming yeah. from a position of strength. That is your yeah. choice. Um, yeah. You, you know, the, and I'm not afraid to lose. I'm not going down there to get reelected. I'm going down there to, to rescue America. So it's not about uh, the next election. It's about the next generation. And unfortunately, too many are just about the next election. We've got to break that cycle. We've got to find people who don't care about that, who don't need to be reelected, but are going down there with, on a mission. And, and that mission might mean that they lose, but they're, they're willing to do that and uh, give everything to the cause instead of to just get there uh, to develop a career. No, exactly. And, and and that's the thing. People are sick of donating their time and money 
to a party that literally scores points for the other team. I joke around on this podcast all the time. It's like having 80% of your offensive linemen, when they get the ball, they run in the opposite end zone. Or if you get it, they tackle you. I mean, you can't even make a single play, (laughs) let alone win a game or go to the duration of the season here. So, I mean, that's a waste of time. But there are certain things we can do. And obviously, we talk about so many times here, you you can donate to our donors. I'm sorry, not our donors, our sponsors. Um, cause we are privately funded, but we do have sponsors yeah. and prepare with CR.com. Go to the landing page, get your provisions, your meals, 140 of them for 99 bucks. Also sign up patriotmobile.com. Um, use promo code Daniel. The, these people will provide you the same benefits, same service for your mobile service. Sands the donations to liberal causes. So you'll definitely want to make those clean choices. What other clean choices can we make? So we got a a conservative for a change actually running, ironically, on the Democrat ballot here. Um, Art, where could people want to vote their conscience um, a little bit more than just at the ballot box? Where could they find you? Yeah, they can find us on rescueusa.org. With no no blanks or underscores or anything, just straight rescueusa.org. And uh, they can find and read all about us there. Rescueusa.org. And I'm assuming you guys haven't had the funds to put out, you know, to to, um, commission any polling. No, no polling this time. Uh, I'm flat out of money. (laughs) So we're running uh, on faith and uh, (laughs) a wing and a prayer. As a pilot, former pilot, uh, that that makes, I've been in lots of places where I had to limp home on a wing and a prayer. And, um, that's what we're doing with this campaign. But I'll tell you what, it's in the people's hands. That's how we get on the ballot. We, we saw the front door close in the Republican primary, but I believe God opened the back door. And people, are, as they uh, get more familiar with us, there'll probably be 300,000 voters here. And uh, we believe that uh, we're going to win. We, we know, I, I absolutely am convinced we're going to win. Did you, we need um, help, obviously, to do that. What signs are you seeing? So obviously, you know, in the, in the primary, you know, you saw Schuster spend, what, $2 million? Oh, at least, yeah. He well, he's he spends as much as he needs, and as I said, they dropped two hundred thousand on him in the last week to double his uh, television buys. Does, uh, does the it signs I hear that people wearing... driving by and they 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 recognize me and they honk their horn. I walk up to people and introduce myself and oh, so you're Art Halverson. I mean, the the recognition now, the money that we've invested is uh, now paying off because this is our third time out. It's just perseverance. It's just building. It's just like building a business. You start from scratch and eventually you uh, you know you. You break even, and then you start making some money. And that's what's happening. I think the return on our investment is that we're going to win this election the third time, even as listed as a Democrat on the ballot. I'm not worried about that. Are you seeing any signs, you know, in Schuster world and in the Republican Party in the district to demonstrate that they feel they're in trouble? Um, And also, the yeah, second got, part of that. Got members way. of the Transportation yeah. Committee are uh, are starting to lobby for his job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's his name? Graves, I think, and Denham both have been uh, publicized as already lobbying and lining themselves up in January because they they think that Schuster might not be coming back. So that's that's for starters. What about Republican county officials? Have have any of them moved over and said, you know what, we're not going to support the Republican nominee this time? Well, GOP committee members have uh, resigned from the committee because their bylaws won't allow them Mm -hmm. to, to support me, even though I'm a Republican. Uh, they're interpreting the bylaws to say you have to support the incumbent. And that's why I started. I was so fed up with the party supporting the incumbent 
and not looking for good candidates that I said, oh, I guess I'll have to run. I'm never even considering in my foggiest dreams that I would ever be running for office. But here I am, and I think we're going to be in Congress in January. Wow, no, that that's definitely big. One one other thing before we we uh, run out of time here, um, are you are you finding? I know we've discussed this before, especially given the transportation dynamic with Schuster being in charge of transportation and everyone talking about infrastructure. Are are, are you finding resonance in the following art, argument? You know, a lot of people certainly don't consider themselves Republicans. It's gotten a bad rap. Even conservatism has become a, kind of a lost term, unfortunately. Yeah. But appealing to people in the sense of, rather than labels, you know, we need to return to the way our system was set up in that most of the critical functions outside of national security and sovereignty and some of the existing programs that are at least, you know, on the books and the guarantees were made should be made right. at a local level. Absolutely. Yeah, people here want education brought back locally they understand their property taxes are being forced up and through the through the roof because the federal government's coming down and mandating all of these uh, unfunded mandates they uh they they're sending some money down here but they're sending a lot more uh, expenses and they are sending uh, money to pay for them and so uh, people having to lose their homes to pay for the federal government's uh, onerous uh, common core and other uh requirements and regulations yeah, there's resonance for that. People understand the federal government is broken uh, and it's broke. It's, it's bankrupt. It's morally bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt, uh, fiscally bankrupt. And uh, they're looking for some answers. I'm providing some of those answers. Look, the first step is to uh, restore regular order, actually follow the rules. If they did that, we would uh, we would knock off a lot of this nonsense that comes with CRs and lame duck session uh, passage of budgets and so forth. And then we need to start looking at where we can uh, go back to a, a limited government model where we eliminate the redundancy of federal bureaucracies and departments of transportation and education and agriculture. When we have all those things already at the state level, the states know how to deal with those issues. We don't need the fed, the feds and the elites in Washington telling us how to do it. No, and just, and just so people understand what you're talking about here, when you say do it at a state level, it means the entire revenue scheme is inverted. Um, right now, the Fed exactly. suck up most of the revenue. States are scrapped, and everyone's like, well, do we raise taxes? Do we do this? But if the states had the money and the feds were focused on actually the few things they don't do properly, like securing right. the border, then you would you would have funds on a state and local level, and you could determine, hey, there's this stretch of highway that's important here. There's this bridge that's important right. there, and you'll have the money because this is one of the fallacies people like Schuster put out all the time. They say, oh, well, you know, there's crumbling infrastructure, and you're, you, you know, I'm I'm for uh I'm I'm, I'm for rebuilding roads, and you know that all sounds nice, but yeah, here's here's how bogus that is, Dan. I live on a farm in in South. Pennsylvania, we have a backcountry road, a farm road that has um, hasn't been repaved in forever, but they just they resanded and oil it and that sort of thing. But they built four new bridges <laughs> in the last six years, and then even Pennsylvania raised the transportation uh, or the fuel tax. And uh, my point is that they have plenty of money already. It's just the way that it's redistributed. You send it all to Washington, then you get breadcrumbs back. <laughs> they waste it on a high-speed rail and all of their favorite pet projects to satisfy environmentalists and, and the rest and the latest trends. 
And uh, there's plenty of money for transportation, education, you name it. It's just that the way it's distributed by sending it to Washington first distorts it and wastes it. But uh, we've got plenty of money. We just need to put it back in order. Wow. I, I, we're, we're just about out of time here, Art. Um, once again, where could people find you? RescueUSA.org. Love to hear from. I'm going to give you my phone number because I'd like to talk to people. It's 443-254-4551. That's my personal business cell number. Anybody can call me anytime. There you go. Well, to talk about a real uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I mean, th- this is the fresh change we need. This is actually what people are clamoring for. Sometimes they uh, um, look to outlets that unfortunately do not deliver. But, but um, you know, if you're choking on the current news cycle and, you know, you, you're just out there in desperation, what do we do? Well, here's something you can do. Check him out here. Thanks so much for your time. I'd really love to revisit, you know, before Election Day. Absolutely, Dan. Anytime. I love Alrighty. what you're doing. God Keep bless. Take Thank care. You. Okay. God bless. Bye. Alrighty. Well, there you have it, folks. That was Art Halverson running for Congress. Pennsylvania's ninth district, southwest part of the state, against Bill Schuster, one of the worst incumbents around. He's got an F minus Liberty score. And uh yeah, I mean, he's running as a Democrat. But again, not because he's a Democrat. It was a, a quirk to get on the ballot. But you know what? The other side lives by the Democrats. They vote with them. Let them die by the Democrats. Um, we are, man, we're out of time. Gosh, I have so much more to say here, but, uh, like I said, these are the other options. This, the, the, this is the out of box thinking we're, we're, we're exploring and, and notice how this man is deeply religious. He's, he's, he's a military career family man. Um, this is what we need. We need a party that we could be proud of where the officers, of the party, the elected officials walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And even a more secular liberal country would actually respect that over time. And I'm, I'm very confident of that. There's kind of your optimism for today. Look look how he gave out his private cell phone number. And I could verify that actually is. That's the number I have. Um, so, I mean, there, there's art for you. He is just a tremendous guy. And like I said, he came the closest to knocking off an incumbent in the primary to anyone this cycle. And he got no help from the outside. So Art Halverson, check him out. We'll uh, we'll revisit some of this stuff, the new party, some of my ideas I have, the Ted Cruz tweet later on. Check out our articles on immigration. Raise your blood pressure as always. We got stuff on sanctuary cities. Law enforcement getting thrown in jail while criminal aliens run loose. Until next time, thanks for listening. God bless. This has been another episode of The Conservative Conscience. (laughs) 